Love Talk Radio. I've been so many places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs and I've made some bad rhymes. I've acted out my life on stages with 10,000 people watching. But we are alone, yeah. And I'm singing this song for you this evening. This is your song going out to the late, great, Betty Wright. This year going out to Andre Harrell. This year going out to Lil Richard. This year going out to all the Gullah Geechee. We're going to cross over into the realm of the ancestors through the COVID-19. This year, for all of we, this year, is what we do. This year, a song for you. Then we take a moment of silence right now for all the Galagichi family, all these entertainers and things like that, or go on yonder and pray to the spirit cross safely. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. This is the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I'm chilling to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. I'm know this is the way we get up listening to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. Well, this evening and thing like that, chilling. We couldn't believe what we yet. See, this year we can't think we were all three. See, Betty Wright, Andre Harrell, Lil Richard, all in Vinaguay. We done Lil Sybil, all the rest of chilling all through this year. And yet and still, finally we undertake this thing for be a true thing. People that think say the play play thing. Ain't no play play thing tall tall with a going on. Now them chilling, why just then, they had all kind of other thing going on. And they going for that. But they going at such a time that other people can't for steady with them. For celebrate a life and day. After all we done do, for all of we, all of this your blessing and left behind we. They like all them going on, but we are still having a thing like that. And so it's crazy that we're going, and that God doesn't get him. But true, and say, come on home. What did I do? Oh, what did I get to? And it's crazy that we're going to grind on when I cross over to him. say, come on home. What did I do? Oh, what did I have to do? So this ain't anything like that. And we couldn't just come upon you, cry along soon. And I study about all what is going on and where all the kind and things like that. And we're glad for all the hundred children we're getting around the world and things like that. And also, how we're going on you. And yet, some people who did it in Italy tell me, say, get it this year every week and things like that. And we're glad when I had a crack with you, like I saw. And we're more like for getting me a crack and seat, like I saw, all through the show. And when we do that, only fewer hundred children can all stand. Other rest ain't no going on, stand tall, tall, no matter what. And we crack my teeth with my dabalash and things like that. And I say, eh. And we crack your teeth with the different we did anything like that. And I say, eh. Then I don't stand a thing like that. All through the world. Only a little bit of chilla. I don't stand where you crack your teeth so. So, that's why I take the time every week to change over to this language during the show. 
So I do appreciate the emails from my international listeners. I appreciate the emails and commentary um, that folks send unsolicited um, to our email address at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I pray that the same people that take the time out to write emails to just say how they prefer for the whole show to be in Gullah even though they don't speak Gullah, um, wherein that would mean that the majority of my audience, which is worldwide, wouldn't understand the majority of the show. I appreciate those comments, but yet and still that's not the purpose, is to help people gain understanding, not for them to be entertained by hearing a language because it sounds lyrical or it gives a nice harmony or it gives a nice rhythm to it, but that people will get understanding and understanding of who we be. When we say we be Kaligitia 90 people, the other thing is commentary is like, oh, but I understand you, especially people who are on social media. Understand this. When we write phonetically on social media, it's again for the same purpose by which I switch over to English on the show. It's so that the majority of our followers, which number over 23,000, closer to 25 or 30,000, if I add up all the different pages, it's over 30,000, that follow on Facebook, for instance, would be able to attempt to grasp the messages that we put on there. It's not that I'm writing in Gullah. So if you think that by reading those messages you're gaining an understanding or overstanding of Gullah, you're not because I don't write in Gullah usually on social media. I will write in a form of Geechee and write it phonetically in such a way that people will be able to grasp it. And that is why I have the command of more than one language is because it is about connecting with people and getting an understanding and making sure that important messages that are stated here go out correctly, not left to somebody else's attempted interpretation. This is going on for generations and generations, starting with missionaries coming into the Gullah Geechee Nation, assuming that because they spoke one language, they understood our language, and they didn't. And as a result, we have the bastardization of a lot of texts that are so-called oral history interviews that were captured by non-Gullah-speaking people. We have the Gullah Bible, for instance, which is not in Gullah. It's actually in Geechee. Uh, and they have a sheet in there, a page in there. I don't know how many people stop and read that. But I remember when I wrote a letter to the American Bible Society about the fact that you're, what you are printing and what we are helping you to sell is not Gullah. And so we explained clearly. I went to their offices in New York and explained clearly how it was really Geechee what they had ultimately come out with after 20-something years, and that it still wasn't in the correct order many times. I've seen many videos now coming out, even by some linguists that are on YouTube, that are saying it's our language or it's attempts at code switching, but it is from English to Geechee. It's not from English to Gullah. And so once again, you know, I love getting emails. I love getting the responses. But I hope that when people take the time to write those, they've also already taken the time to do the things I asked for over these airwaves, over and over. This is our eighth season going into the ninth season of this broadcast. And when we ask you to please, please contribute to our GoFundMe campaign, we pray you do that. 
you don't like to give money online, we'll give you an address. You have the email, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We'll give you an address. We'll give you a cash app. You can send in contributions to help us continue to fight to keep our actual authentic culture alive on this land. And we pray you've done that before you freely write emails to that are not solicited. <laughs> Let me say that again. Unsolicited emails to tell me to do an entire show in Gullah because it's never been done entirely in Gullah. There are different points where I'll speak Gullah. Other times I'll speak Geechee. Other times I'll speak English. Sometimes I'll speak other languages here. And that is because I have a global listening audience, and I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for those who take the time every week to listen in, whether you're listening live or whether you are listening via iTunes where you've downloaded it and kept it, you know, and had the podcast and used it in various settings over the years. But I'm a person that wants to ensure that you do not misinterpret what I have to say. So that is why God leads me to do this show in the manner that I do. So as much as I appreciate the written support, I pray that your support goes beyond that. I pray that you are folks who have made purchases at gullagichi.biz, especially at a time like this when our programs and our programming is still going on virtually, but it's not going on in person, where the majority of our supporters come out and make sure they're in the circle with us and connect with the energy and they can contribute financially to the ongoing work that we're doing. We pray that you go to gullagichi.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, .net and become a dues-paying member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which you can also do at gullahgeechee.biz so that this way this broadcast can continue. Gullah Geechee TV can continue. And for those who have viewed the Gullah Geechee TV, we have not put up new episodes because there were so many people inundating the online services with schools being on there and everybody being on there. We said, let's wait. They will replay shows until May, and sometime in May we'll start to begin to air new Gullah Geechee TV episodes once again. So thank you, thank you to all the Hunter children who are pushing us toward that half million viewers mark. It is a wonderful thing to see that there's been that much interest in the work that we're doing to keep our culture alive, alive. Alive. That's the word for tonight. Because as I just came in from literally working out in the field, working the land, I went out ahead of putting up a broadcast for tonight because I kept pondering and meditating what the theme would be for the first May 2020 episode of the show. I started thinking about how many Gullah Geechee things that we usually do in May will not happen this year in May, how we won't have live presentations for Juneteenth in June. We'll be doing a virtual Juneteenth because of the 20th anniversary of me going to the Carlton County Library. We're going to do a virtual Juneteenth program with them, and we'll talk more about that in some coming episodes. But here it is that 
I'm sitting back and I'm thinking of the festivals that happen this time of year, the others that have, that we host and the ones we attend to support others that happen up and down the coast, the blessings of the fleet and all these other big things that we usually go out to as the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and I'm thinking about how we're not doing it this year to save lives, to keep us alive, to keep our culture alive, and to then think that, one of the communities that celebrates Queen Quet Day and where we intended to go back to and celebrate Black Wall Street and have the showing of one of my new documentaries happen this year in conjunction with Queen Quet Day there was Brunswick, Georgia, to only then find out that the murder of the jogger that people kept saying happened in Georgia actually happened right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation on this coast that Brother Ahmad Arbery lost his life because he was running for it. He was trying to stay alive by running, staying fit in Black History Month. He became a headstone of history that we're just talking about now because his birthday was May 8th. We're just talking about now because the video got leaked that showed how lynch mob literally ran him down and a father and son murdered him in the streets of Brunswick, the same streets that many of you who are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, who are supporters that have come out physically and, and been part of our efforts to keep the human rights of the Gullah Geechee Nation alive, not just those who are, you know, distant supporters or social media supporters, but those who have physically been out here with us. You have marched with us, those who have gotten online and at least written a letter or signed a petition when we said it, that you really have shown that you are given what you have to keep us alive. We thank you. But we cry with Brother Maud's mother. Alasia to Oba Alasi. Arifume. The kingdom of Itinji here in the Gullah Geechee Nation who went and did a rising ceremony for this young brother's spirit last weekend. And unlike any other time where we're doing a spiritual ceremony, he had to have weapons entered into that ceremony, and this time I don't mean the knives that we do during the Shango Fest. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about semi-automatic weapons having to be there to surround the crowd and especially protect the Oba as he did the ritual for this young brother's spirit to rise because what God said, come on home. We might sit back here right now and say, well, that young man was too young to be going home. But his rising of the spirit should do something in us who are yet in the land of the living and cause our spirits to rise up for him the way we did for Trayvon Martin, the way we did for Walter Scott, the way that we did for so many that if I sat here, we'd be here for probably more than a half an hour with us calling names. The way that Ida B. Wells did when she listed every name of anybody that she was told or written to about that had been lynched, and she documented it, and she gave all financially and emotionally to that mission to not let those names die, to not let those spirits die, to not let us as black people just die 
and here it is only now that she's getting recognized for her writing, for her documenting, for what she sacrificed with a posthumous Pulitzer Prize. Wow, what could she have done with the money that would have come with such a prize when she was running a reading room trying to keep our people safe up north? Because, yeah, that's the interesting part. Let's go north. Well, we went there. It was a time called the Great Migration that so many people left the Gullah Geechee Nation. And if we couldn't go into the cities like Savannah and then Jacksonville and then maybe even Brunswick in between, that was urbanized enough to work on us and to get other jobs that we felt would pay us a little bit more than this farming and this field like what I'm still doing, then we got there. We got to these places that were concrete, and then we found out these places were hard, and we found out that in those places they developed this thing that in their times they called it that as well, hard times. Yes, yeah, spreading just like the flu. Watch out, homeboy, don't let it get you. Run DMC told us that. But then did we listen? Or was it just the music? Was it just the beat? Was it just a party? Does it give us flashbacks at this moment of Kangos and Adidas sneakers in which we still need to run? The folks are running out here and Jordan's running for their lives, trying to stay alive, trying to stay fit in the midst of a stay-at-home order in a pandemic. But is the pandemic the COVID virus or is the pandemic racism? Is the pandemic the fact that we lost our African minds? We lost our Gullah Geechee traditions running away from home in those sneakers, sneaking somewhere, going, looking, ducking, hiding, trying to keep from your people at home that up there ain't no easy place. So you come home, you're dressed up, your kids come back two, three generations later, they know nothing of this. There's a culture shock. They don't know how to live in this quiet place, in this peace. So now what do they do? They want to bring the fast life to the slower country. And no matter where you were, north, south, east, west, don't care what you're running in, your culture and community can't run out. Ms. Teddy Pendergrass, who was right here from King Street, South Kakalaki, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, said you can't hide. You can't hide from yourself. No matter where you go, there you are. So Americans don't hide from themselves who they are no matter where they go. So wherever they go, whether they're in suburbs, whether they're in gated areas, or whether they're in a country little tiny city like Brunswick, Georgia, if racism has been their guide, they kill the other. Whatever the other is, they kill the other. Xenophobia has been their guide, they kill the other. If prejudice has been their guide, they kill the other. Unfortunately, some of us ran and ran into those places and got inundated and inculcated with some of the same mentality, and we started to emulate that mentality. And we killed our own culture, our own traditions, where the community comes together, stands up together, fights together, mourns together until we're forced back into it. In a situation like now, 
where the rest of the country has now learned the name Brunswick, Georgia. Known it all along when I marched the streets in the heat, soaking wet. And in fact, in one of our documentaries, Color Geechee Mind for Freedom, you'll know, see a great deal of those marches in Brunswick. This is not the first injustice there. But I'm watching a lot of people posting how upset they are, how angry they are, how enraged they are, how sad they are. People are jogging all over the country. Now is not the time, but I'm wondering when does God say, come on home? There's a lot of us stuck in these urban centers right now. Wish we were back down here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, anywhere between Jacksonville, North Carolina, and Jacksonville, Florida, on one of these sea islands, freely being able to go in and out and travel. And so now some are escaping the cities, and they're coming down amidst their family members but not quarantining themselves from them. And so then what deaths might be suffered because of that? We've lost enough Gullah Geechis in cities already. I've gotten the tags and the various things on Facebook of people who were as close as Wausau Island right next door to St. Helena Island, that they were natives of there, but they had given their whole life to New Jersey. They'd given their whole life to New York City. They'd given their whole lives up north. God said, come on home. If we weren't prepared before that we need to reverse the great migration, which really could be called the great black migration, I hope that this is in the minds of some of the people now and even those who say, well, well, I was born in the city. It's my mom and daddy that came up here. In fact, it was my grandma or granddaddy that came up here. I pray that you would stop fighting with your cousins who are telling you not to sell an heir's property. I pray that right now you would recognize the urgency of the moment and why there is considered to be a revolution going on because people are seeing young and old people with skin-painted brown-colored melanated black skin that are touching the ground again and nobody's forcing us to. That actually... We are touching the ground that our ancestors touched in order to keep us alive because God said, come on home. And God said that it was time for people to spend this time at home, but the unfortunate reality is that some are coming home in boxes. They are pine boxes. They are expensive boxes that family members don't even have insurance for. Yes, and I'm going to reference you back to my April shows for Financial Literacy Month right now. If you didn't tune into those broadcasts with Felicia Gomes Gregory, I advise that you definitely go to the archives for blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, and Yeti Wee. Oh, we crack, we teach about financial literacy and building a legacy of black wealth, black sustainability. God said, come on home. It's the opportunity of a lifetime in many ways, and that word is intended, the pun is intended of a lifetime. 
because how much more of the lifetime is your lifeline extended right now? Think about it seriously. This is not a moment for us to sit back and say, well, this is a hoax. We know it is not. All these people around the world would not be dead. All these people would not be on social media crying out to those who are still in the land of the living saying, listen, we just buried X, Y, or Z person in our family. Please do not take this lightly. We would not see people around the world having their entire economic systems at a halt and them literally cleaning things. Even the New York City subway system was shut down to finally get disinfected. This is not a joke. This is not a hoax. God said, come on home while you can still breathe, while you can still live, while you can still think. Contribute something to your own community. Contribute something to your own family, especially of Hunabi Gullagichi. Don't just enjoy that which you feel ought to be free. Freedom ain't free. Honanifa stand up with me. Hold on the land. Hold on the culture. Because in the midst of a pandemic, it's been very interesting. Instead of having time to just sit, meditate, reflect, work the land, I've been inundated with contacts from people that want to do interviews. I've been inundated with people who still are working on projects that they intend to make money off of about this culture and about this community. I am still inundated with emails from folks that have been examining who we be. They ain't another we. And many of them are destructionaires who are still building, who are still plotting and planning to build in ways that will lower the quality of life native Gullah Geechis have. One such group is this group that's working on a project at a place called Bay Point, which sits right outside of St. Helena Island. You've heard me talk about it on this show before. We just listened to them give us another pitch, which is actually the same thing they presented before with a few pages added to it that now show how they would deal with wastewater management. And then they had a section added that now created some new organizations that they would have, including a foundation, to give money to those who, of course, work along with them. This is not a new strategy. This strategy has been used over and over time and memorial to create places of exclusivity. No matter what the harm is to the natives, to the native community to the ones who don't have the same amount of money like the $100 million that they intend to invest in what essentially is a sand dune. They call it, some of them call it Bay Point Island. I wouldn't even give that little piece of sand um, an island name. We just call it a point, Bay Point, for that reason. It's fishing ground for Gullah Geechis. It's a place that when king tide comes, it rolls across it so easily much less when a hurricane does. So why build houses there? If you want ecotourism, go over and enjoy it. It is a bird sanctuary. It is a place where loggerhead turtles come and nest. It is a place horseshoe crabs come to. It is a place where fish galore are. 
Why destroy that? Destruction is a dangerous thing. And while you're sitting back trying to wrap your mind around how do we deal with home goings when we can't even go home, it's not their concern. Because, see, that's a native's tradition. That's a Gullah Geechee tradition. There ain't none of their tradition. But God's saying to Gullah Geechee's worldwide, wherever her children are being, thing like that, if you hear me, if I ain't yet me for now, I don't even hear me after this year. The priest said, honey, you're getting me for true. It's in and a place for God said, come on home. And come on while breath is still in your body. Come on home while your mind is still able to think. Come on home while blood is yet running warm in your veins. Come on home to a place and a space in a way that you are going to work with and support your own people, not come back here just with any energy and any attitude that you have from whatever urbanized mindset and concrete soul that you may have developed. We need that brick broken up. We need that stone broken up. We need fertile soil in which we can plant new seeds for the next generation that will live, that will remain alive on these sea islands from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. The Spirit is directing so many things all at once that it feels like it's a hurricane wind blowing every day nonstop because nothing's changing. Nothing's changing in terms of how people think that their individualism is going to somehow save them when now is the call for collective consciousness. God said, come on home. People love to use that old trite statement now, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, some people who think they've grown are still children emotionally, and it takes a village to re-raise some of y'all too to get you to rethink some of what you do that's not in your best interest and it won't be in the best interest of your future generations. There have been people that have given their lives to striving to reach new plateaus, to do something better, to bring something more significant into the world. And some of those people is who I opened the show tonight honoring especially Betty Wright. There are very few people that I have not known personally that I still felt a personal attachment to, and she is one of those people because Gullah Geechee's love Betty Wright, God bless her day. We own her as part of our family, even though she is from outside the Gullah Geechee Nation. She's a native of Miami, Florida. But she's come into the Gullah Geechee Nation many times, and if you all remember the Betty Wright Live album, that song she sang that I opened the show with tonight, a song for you, I thought was her song. I wouldn't even think about no Donnie Hathaway because of the way she did it. I felt it was her song. Now she covered a lot of people's tunes that night, and over the years, some folks have Tifa tunes because I got to see her live in Jacksonville, Florida, 
last year, and I was very happy to finally have had that opportunity to see her live since the live album and to see her still doing her thing and to know that she had our homeboy, Glenn Jones, right there, another native of Florida but native of the Gullah Geechee Nation because he's from Jacksonville. Yes, mister, we've only just begun. Well, Betty's done. But have we begun to listen to what we can do together? I love the song, A Song for You, because it's true for me. I've acted out my life on stages with 10,000 people watching and more in an audience. And I know there are more of you in this audience that truly believe in us keeping Gullah Geechee culture and traditions alive. I would love to be able to invite everybody to one big party here on the Sea Islands in celebration of Betty Wright and to tip our hats a little bit over to our inland Georgia family over in Macon where I've been embraced many times over the years and presented many times back in the day where little Richard was from. Tip our hats to the family of Andre Harrell because all three of them passed away this past weekend. So far, no reports that any of them had COVID, but all of them had other issues that they were dealing with, cancer and heart problems and things like this. God called them home, but God has yet left so many of us here in the land of the living, in the midst of a pandemic, a global pandemic that they call corona, that we call rona, that they call COVID-19. The point is, if you are alive right now, why? What is the purpose that you are here to fulfill? And do you have time left to do it? Have you thought about that in the midst of this? Have you taken any time to turn off the TV, turn off the radio, turn off your computer, turn off your cell phone, and meditate on that point? If you haven't, Today might be the day to do that before God says, come on home. And when you go, will it be anybody with a show that will dedicate their program to you? Will it be anybody that does a memorial service online, on social media, for you, to you? What is it that you're going to leave behind that will make somebody say they'll miss you? Now is the time for us to start to think collectively. Gullah Geechee, wherever hunter to be, this is the time. And this ain't no new message on this show. If you are listening for your first time tonight, you can go back through the archives of all eight seasons and know full well this is not a new message on this show. But there are many times that it calls for us to be reminded and then all the people that say, bring them back to Hunter Remembrance. So that you would think, Sankofa, go back and fetch it. If Hunter didn't know where Hunter did from, Hunter ain't going to know where Hunter is going. And in the end, where are we going? When we leave this realm and enter that of the ancestors, what is it we'll have to do then? When God says, 
come on home. So let us please take the time before the undertaker has to come get somebody. The coroner got to come and declare somebody time and all of that to come home. Come home while you're yet alive in the sense that bring your mind back to some collective consciousness. Bring your mind back away from that ledge of individualism on which, or for which you're going to jump and die. Bring your mind and your spirit back to communalism, to cultivating the earth together as family, to sharing what we have amongst ourselves, to bartering, to exchanging ideas and cultural perceptions and taking care of our children and taking care of our families. Let us stop allowing people to be brutalized even in their homes. Let's stop allowing people to think, oh, because this is my house, I can abuse folks, beat them, have incest going on, attacking folks, and nobody better say nothing. Families hiding that. Generational curses. It's time for those things to be buried. While all these mass graves are open, it is time to take generational curses and drop them in there and throw dirt on them. It's time to arise into a new life in a new dispensation of life. While we are yet here, we need to be part of what shift is on. Don't get distracted by these people reopening and thinking that if they do, life goes back to what they used to consider normal, which is with them in charge and them making money. God got another thing coming for folks. So as God gave it to me, as I walked out into the field, as soon as I got out there and my feet touched the soil, God said, come on home. And I immediately thought about how I literally laid back, dropped back on my bed and just grabbed my gown when I saw that Betty Wright had gone on. I thought the other day when Shaka Khan called for prayers for her that she might not remain with us too much longer, but I didn't expect it to be this rapid. But God said to Betty, come on home. And I thank her for singing a song for me if she didn't sing a song for you. I thank them all, all the entertainers, all of the different folks who have crossed over during the midst of this pandemic. I thank them for the ones who left us positive, uplifting music and good times and good thoughts in our minds. It is a blessing, blessing to have those things left back here for us who are yet in the land of the living. And I pray that their lives would be inspirations to us of folks that could come out the South and go around the world and do great things. And I tell you, like it says in Scripture, like Jesus said, I've done these things, but ye shall do greater things. It is time to do the greater things before God says, come on home. And for many of us who lived elsewhere, who traveled elsewhere in the world, there's a time when God says, come on home. Just as this outbreak started where people were trying to figure out what to do, how are people getting it, do you need masks, you don't need masks, don't let nobody touch you, all of this, I was out of the country 
And God said, come on home. And I've been back home ever since, reaching out to our folks, saying prayers for everyone, saying prayers for people who don't look like they're praying for themselves. They might, but they still don't act like it because they're acting just as godless and free till they fool out here, not wearing your mask, not wearing no kind of gloves, not sanitizing your hands, not listening to folks who got good sense say to you, if you don't care about what you do, care about somebody else for once in a lifetime. Think about somebody else for once in your lifetime. Think about somebody else for once in your lifetime before God says, come on home. And so right now it's a sobering moment that just before people could even wrap their minds around tourists coming back to the area because somebody said the states are open. Before people could wrap their minds around going out into the streets and having to go back into offices and sit next to people that they already knew were nasty before and trifling before. And so they were already putting their life at risk around them as it was, much less now. Before they could wrap their minds around that, the world started turning their face to look at the TV and say, what is America doing? Even during COVID-19, there's racial profiling, and they are murdering black people still. But let's not kill each other. Black folks, Gullah Geechee folks, African folks, let's not kill each other. Let's not do character assassinations. Let's not do disunification. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people, one nation, one people. We come home together. We stand united at all times on the sea islands from Jacksonville, North Kakalaka to Jacksonville, Florida and all the way in to St. John's River. God said, come on home. We do that collectively. Do that as we stand together in unity. We do that as we say we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. We don't only do it because Ahmaud Arbery has gone on home permanently. We do it because it's what we should be doing and what we should have been doing all along. We sing that song sometime in church that this might be the last time. But if you were just singing it before, I hope it has meaning for you now, because it could be. This could be the last time you hear my voice doing this show. We don't know. This could be the last time that you have an opportunity to stop and pause and think. We don't know. So God said to me to say to you, come on home for true. I'm not going to get you this year, what I'm going to have to do. Come on home for true. So now I know many of you say, well, you know, Queen, me is usually when I come home for real. I usually come home for Memorial Day and I try to come to the festival and we have family reunion and we have cookouts and all kinds of stuff like that. Don't do the crowd gathering. This is about coming home to God. This is about gathering with God right now. And no, ain't going to be no festivals this May. 
There ain't going to be no celebrations. There wasn't no fun on the waterfront last weekend and all that kind of stuff. None of that went on. It ain't going to happen, like I said, in June either, in July neither. Those events and things have been postponed or canceled. Most of them for 2020 is a wrap. We'll get back together in 2021, but definitely continue to follow virtually. So I don't know what else we're going to do together. Because you know, at all times, we be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. So I'm going to open up the phone line right now in case any of y'all listening, y'all just want to share something, y'all just got something that you need to get off your chest that you want the rest of the family to hear, you're welcome to dial in at 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903 if you want to call in and join me. But definitely, I pray that y'all would definitely continue to keep up with what we're doing. And you can follow GullahGeecheeNation.com and follow at Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram. I know my Instagram folks are like, well, why follow? You hardly ever post anything there. Yeah, it's been rare, especially during this, because our focus has been on what is truly happening to ensure that our people are protected and that we remain on our land. So we do that largely through the Facebook pages at Gullah Geechee Nation, our fan page, Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition on Facebook, and Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio is also on Facebook. For those who are fans of Gullah Geechee TV, you can go to G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV and subscribe for free. Or go to YouTube and type in Gullah Geechee TV and subscribe for free. And that way you can keep up with who we be. We're going to start doing some broadcasts on there. Like I said, this month we're going to even do some live broadcasts on there to talk about the same things I'm bringing up here, what is going on with our community in the midst of the shift, and what can we do to hold on to and keep our culture alive. So we appreciate all of you who are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and again, if you're interested in joining, and many of you have joined during this pandemic, and I thank you for that, to support the efforts that we still have going to fight to keep us on our land in the midst of all of this. And so if you're interested, again, go to gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.net. And I truly appreciate all the family that has supported GullahGeechee.biz during this pandemic, that have become coalition members that have bought books and T-shirts and CDs and all kinds of different items. We thank you all for that because that helps sustain the work that we are doing with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. I especially want to give a big shout-out to everybody who gave last Tuesday for Giving Tuesday um, to our fundraiser on the GoFundMe. It still is an ongoing fundraiser for the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund because we have to keep that fund going. We have to reach our $300,000 mark at some point because we have ongoing legal battles. These folks have not let up, as we said, with the plans for destruction rent, even in the midst of a pandemic. So we thank the almost 7,000 of you who have signed our petition at change.org to stop destruction rent at Bay Point that you heard me mention earlier. So if you say, well, how can you help? If you go to that change.org and you fill in that particular petition, 
Don't make a donation there and think it's coming to us. When you make donations at change.org, those donations go to change.org. And what it does is they say that it helps to push and promote our petition further, but we don't get one red cent from that. So don't think that change.org somehow then directs funds to us because I know that was a little confusing for some of our supporters that did contribute there, but we appreciate you for doing that. But I just wanted to clear that up while I'm on the air. If you're going to give to something we're doing, again, you say, well, I don't like to give money over the Internet, too much hacking going on, there's too many people on there now doing all kinds of stuff right now, especially I get it. You can email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and then that way we can send you the mailing address, or we can even give you a cash app that you can send funds over through it. But we appreciate everybody who gives through PayPal as well. We can give you a link for that. Um, so we appreciate all of those contributions and donations people have already made, the ones that are on the way to us in the mail, because many people did read our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com for Giving Tuesday and then wrote in and wanted to know how to mail in contributions and how to continue to support our effort to do what? Stay alive. Keep our culture to go on and things like that for many, many generations and things like that. So definitely my heart goes out to Betty Wright's family, to Andre Harrell's family, to Little Richard's family, to Sybil's family, to all these different entertainers who have passed on in the midst of this pandemic, and I'm praying for all the Gullah Geechee families that are currently concerned because you have family members that are ill, you're not sure is it COVID or not, or you've already buried family members, whether they were up north or down south, um, that their home goings went on and people couldn't really be there to be a part of it because of the way that the current things are set up for social distancing. I definitely, my heart goes out to you. My prayers are with you. I know that this is a time you'll never forget because of all that has gone on. And so all the more, now more than ever, all the family must be together, as Gil Scott said. Every brother everywhere feels the time is in the air. Common blood flows through common veins and common eyes all see the same. Now more than ever, all the family must be together Definitely that's how I feel. I've repeated that several times during this pandemic. It is now a time that God has said, come on home. It is time for us to come home to our traditions, our culture, which is taking care of one another. These other folks don't have no plan out there for that. That is not something they're voting on. Their CARES Act wasn't caring about us. That's obvious when people are still being racially profiled, even for wearing their masks. They're being racially profiled. So God said you need to come on back home to your African consciousness. Come on back home to your Gullah Geechee traditions where you listen to the elders, listen to people of wisdom. Don't just listen to your peer group where, as they told us, blind leading the blind, you end up in a ditch. You need to listen to people who really understand the strategy of the politicized agenda that's going on globally while you sleep. while you're sitting up here talking about your woke with hashtags and you sleep. It's time to shake it off and come on home spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and in some cases physically. 
while you are yet alive and so that we can all live and we can strive to do that together. I definitely want to salute all the Native Gullagees who are back out here on ancestral land raising food, farming for your families and your communities and doing that together and that are looking forward to an abundant harvest. I'm yet praying and believing that you will have just that. And this return to the land and the touching of the Sea Island sand is something that God is definitely blessing and something that I see in the vision is going to be beneficial for many, many more generations to come. I pray that many of you will get together and reclaim your land. All these Zoom conversations folks setting up, you better set up some with your family members and start getting yourself together so that you can ensure that you continue to hold on to your land for future generations and that you make sure to build it up in such a way that it can sustain you and sustain your family from it because your food source is a source of control. And so who's controlling your food? You heard me ask that on the show before. Who's controlling your food? And then we can determine who's controlling you. So definitely think about this. Think about what God has said to me to tell you. God said, come on home. For all my other listeners who are not Gullah Geechee, I still thank you if you hung in this far, if you stayed on the line, if you thought that this was intriguing enough for you to tune in, if you're not a person of African descent and you thought, well, this is an interesting message tonight, even though it wasn't directed to you and for you, I appreciate you tuning in and listening. I hope you share it and pass it on to people that are your colleagues and your friends who are of African descent because it is a critical moment in time, and what we would like you to do is support our efforts by buying from those of us who are sustaining our communities through these different efforts and through this different work. And we're going to be talking to some of the Gullah Geechee business owners and artisans over the course of this month in celebration online. Since we're not going to have face-to-face festivals this May and June, we're going to be having them come on the air and we're going to celebrate who we be right to and things like that virtually. And so we're going to have several different types of broadcasts. We're going to have some here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. We're going to do some on Gullah Geechee TV and things like that so that you can join in together. And we're going to bring back some episodes from Gullah Geechee TV through our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com because the TV show was on before we ever had the blog. And so that this way there may have been many things that you all missed out on that people are still around and that you can still support them while we're still here on these sea islands and still living our traditions and holding on to our crafts and being able to honor our ancestors through this legacy that they left us. And so I thought it not robbery to do as God guided me tonight and share the gift God gave me, which is this gift of words, and to share it over this international platform. And I just appreciate all of you who have supported it over these eight, eight seasons. Yes, moving on to nine. I am so happy about that, knowing that we've come this far, and we've come this far by faith with six figures and listeners and six figures and television viewers where we just tried it to see if anybody cared about who we be. And we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm so happy that you all tune in. 
to hear what we have to say each week here on the station. And go ahead, keep the emails coming. Keep the comments coming on Facebook at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and also at the Gullah Geechee Nation fan page. I appreciate them and all of these good things, but you all know that I'm reading them, right, if I can comment about them <laughs> especially. And so definitely I wanted you to know that I hear you, but there's a reason for everything that I do. I don't do things without purpose or without a point. You got me? And so definitely I'm guided by what God has said, and tonight, God said to tell you, God said, come on home. So I pray that you found something that blessed your soul in this message and in this moment. And we are yet praying that very, very soon, I should say soon and very soon, that we are not going to see the king, but I hope you all can come see the queen instead that we are still in the land of the living and that we have survived and thrived in spite of this pandemic. I pray that this day will come to a soon end where folks do not have to go out here staying far away from each other, but that we can come in close and start to embrace once again. And so in the meantime, Know that we are thinking about your families no matter where you may be. And we pray, say, honey, to pray for we, that we stay right here beneath the island, right here in the sea. So glad to be who we be. We be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. Peace and blessings, everybody. Thank you, thank you for joining me.